Hello and welcome back to the e-commerce Titans podcast, where on today's podcast episode out of the e-com toolbox, I have again Argo here, one of the media buyers at the Dimnico agency. And we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, which is all about reporting. And we're really going to be diving into a, like a deeper view of un- and understanding your numbers, especially with the iOS changes coming in, like how you actually should be reading the numbers to know when things are going well and things aren't going so well. So Argo, always a pleasure to have you on. Um, yeah, I'd love you to kind of dive straight into what we're going to be talking about today. Mm, hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for today's podcast, having me here. Well, today's uh, as you, podcast, as you just mentioned, uh, I would like to talk a little bit about the under-reporting of the numbers on Facebook and uh, how to try to understand, because this is affecting a lot of uh, businesses and many people is pulling back because um, they are afraid of what they see, especially small businesses. However, it is very important to understand and how to how to kind of uh, acknowledge what is coming from Facebook and uh, compare that in Shopify or whatever platform uh, someone is using. Awesome. And like, yeah, say, say with say with your clients that you're running with inside the agency, Argo, um, yeah, like what kind of ways are you, you know, launching campaigns and comparing the data to make decisions on scaling, pulling back? Is it working? Is it not? Because... Obviously, the cost per acquisition is going to be higher. The return is going to be lower compared to what it used to be reporting. So, yeah, how what what are you doing inside the accounts to, you know, measure performance as well as take action on performance? Yeah, yeah. For for instance, I will. I'm not launching high budget campaigns. Like scaling became very hard because of the under reporting. However, I'm launching campaigns generally with one, one and a half times of the CPA of the whatever is the product. And then I just let it run for like uh, three days approximately without touching it. And after three days, I start to optimize it. And uh, my main uh, starting point is to see if I have add to cards and initiate checkouts. And if those numbers... uh, are good like I I already should know like what is uh, approximately the cost of add to cart and initiate checkout from the past mm-hmm. and then uh, I check also the numbers in uh, the platform like for example Shopify and then uh, if I see like the overall numbers are like acceptable in terms of ROAS then I know that my campaigns uh, had also purchased. I might have one or two. It happened like really many times. I had one or two purchase and I didn't post the campaign, but the CPA was triple actually of what I should have uh, yeah. yet. Yeah. One question on what you just said there. You mentioned set the budget to 1.5 times the CPA. Is that 1.5 times like the goal CPA, the average CPA, break even? Like just so I'm very clear. Um. Ideally, the goal CPA, but because of the misreporting, I'd say to go average or to break even, even break even, because it's under reporting. So yeah. between average and break even, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And just like uh, from what you're seeing inside the accounts, you know, mm-hmm. if you had an account where you were averaging a two point five ROAS, for instance. 
what is like what now do you believe or you know probably a hard question to answer like what becomes like more of that acceptable ROAS now or like the, the same kind of level but obviously underreported is it maybe like two 2.2 even in the ones like just give me I'd love to get some insight and maybe you can give an example of one of your clients or something I'm not sure actually I I wanted to to say also uh that uh, with some of my clients we had uh, rediscussed I showed them the numbers obviously we are working together for a long time so I know the numbers inside out and I actually showed them what is happening uh, the numbers what was before what we see now before we could see the late attribution I don't see it now literally dropped to 50% or 40% less than what it was before and then uh, well they internally checked what they can do about it and uh, let's say a a business that is their goal is 2.5 ROAS probably 2 1.9 ish is the is the new ROAS the Mm. KPI on Facebook but obviously like I'm I'm not saying to to start spending like crazy without seeing any purchase in uh, Facebook but to check trends. So, for example, I also tested this, that um, I was uh, playing with the budget. So let's say if my daily budget was uh, $3,000 and I, I didn't see the numbers for days and I started dropping, dropping, dropping. And I went like half, uh, about 1.5K down. And this resulted also in the drop of sales in Shopify. So... It was obvious that was Facebook who was bringing most of the purchase in. So, yeah, it's, it's very important to understand how much Facebook is contributing to your business. And this way, it can be tested very easily by playing with the budget. Yeah. And obviously, very important to to readjust the KPIs because, unfortunately, if it fixes KPIs, you can't scale anymore. Yeah. And, like overall so like let's say you know a client like you said that they were averaging 2.5 and now 2 1.9 2.2 or whatever is kind of the new norm are you seeing much of a drop off in their overall performance like obviously facebook's reporting is less but overall in shopify are you kind of seeing pretty stable you know consistent revenue or maybe a little bit down or maybe a little bit up in some accounts or is it just different every account actually i'm scaling one of like two of them, but uh, we had like a um, very steady period. Like, um, I, I'd say I have a target 150 orders per day. And we went back to below 100 to 80 between 100 was varying. However, now that I know that I can be more confident uh, with the new KPIs, then we are scaling again. Okay, cool. But no, that's not affecting if you know what Facebook is contributing to your overall orders. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I think like, <laughs> this is something that I always talk about on these podcasts and people probably heard it a million times. So what's one more time? Like as much as, um, you know, the reporting is going to go down and everything, but it's still, the, the still most important crucial factors to the success of your e-commerce businesses is going to be your product, your solid website and really good creatives. And then obviously amazing media buying, you know, puts fuel on the fire, but especially now that there's less reporting and like the media buying is kind of less accurate, I guess you can, you can say, um, you know, you can't solve your profitability problems with good media buying. 
you need to really still focus on those key fundamentals. And as well as, you know, getting those customers in, but then getting them to buy again, having good retention, customer service, lifetime value. Those are the brands that we work with that have like, that are succeeding the most. And have probably been less affected by iOS changes because they can rely more heavily on their retention or existing customer base. Like if I just look at our client base, I think of our most successful clients, definitely the ones that have good retention and returning customers are less, they're more stable definitely compared to the ones that are relying on Facebook as like the only source of kind of um, traffic. Would you agree? Definitely, yes. Uh, the <clears throat> the landing page, the offer, it's also very important. Mm. Uh, I've been also working uh, with clients that they came that they literally they, they were spending $1,000 without nothing every day, like one or two sales maybe. And when, when um, they came to us, Okay, we did uh, all the analysis uh, as we do generally, or we did all our suggestions, recommendation on the landing page, and actually, uh, in one and a half month, improved a lot. Like the conversion rate of the website from it was almost one one point one percent when they came to us, and uh, we ended up uh, this second month, one middle of the second month, to almost two per two percent conversion rate. Yeah. So yeah, it's very important to understand. But some, especially people who are new, maybe the product is great, the idea of the business is great, but they can't see this, you know, with their eyes. So that's why it's very important to have um, an agency or someone who understands what is doing. Yeah, hundred percent. And just like on that point you mentioned around the conversion rate. Like if we just think about it simply, like if you've got a 1% conversion rate and you're sending, you know, 100 customers to your site every day, you're getting one of them to buy. Whereas if you've got 2% conversion rate for the same traffic, you've doubled your conversion, which means you've halved your CPA, which means you've doubled your return on ad spend. And like that's a like to double your return on ad spend, it's very difficult to do that. But the big ways you can do that is through, as you just said, you know, your conversion rate. Like doubling is just like crazy. But if you can do it with your conversion rate, then you can scale up your paid advertising. You know, hopefully that is quite profitable, a one or 2% conversion rate. You know, some brands need to be a lot higher, some even lower, depending on the average order value and, and margins and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's good insight there, Argo. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of everything I want to cover. Was there any last points you wanted to mention, Argo, to everyone? I'm sorry? Was there any last points that you wanted to mention or is that everything we wanted to cover today? Well, yes, just this let Perfect. to check and know your numbers. <laughs> That's the most important. Yeah, 100%. And like, yeah, just on one last point about the numbers, like it's it's always the like unsexy thing of like know your numbers and blah, blah, blah. And like, of course, I can just say that, but the, the reality is, and you've probably heard it a million times, like you, unless you're physically looking at it and you understand what they all mean to you and how it can impact your business, like that's what's going to allow you to be a lot more successful. You know, how much can you spend to acquire a customer? What's a customer worth to you? What are, What is your conversion rate, AOV, lifetime value, you know, all these metrics, um, as well as everything in the ad account, of course, like, you know, cost to add to cart, initiate checkout, cost per click, CPMs. You know, you really need to dive into the data and measure the trends of what's happening inside your account at the moment because that's what's going to allow you to make the right decision to be able to scale when things are working or pull back if things aren't working and, you know, data gives you and numbers gives you the information you need to make the right decision so 
Anyway, random tangent, but I thought it was relevant. So um, thanks so much, Argo, for jumping on. Um, yeah. Sorry. sorry, I just wanted to say that, yeah, definitely knowing the lifetime value and calculating it, even if if you just have approximate numbers and you're not running your business for a long time, because generally lifetime value is calculated based on a year or two year or longer time. Mm -hmm. But even if you just uh, estimate you, you should still uh, calculate it because yeah. it's very important. 100%, 100%. Perfect. All right. Thanks so much for uh, jumping on, Argo. Appreciate the insight, of course. Always got some valuable things to say. Um, and for all you guys listening, if you want to um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, keep listening, you know, putting content out uh, regularly to you guys. And if you're interested in us having a, you know, a speak, a, a chat about your brand and maybe helping you and achieve some of the results like our clients are, and maybe you'd have Argo working on one of your accounts, um, jump onto our website, dimnico.com. Put your application in, book a call, and we'd love to have a conversation. Um, but yeah, thanks again so much, Argo. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Dan. Have a great day. You too. Bye.